Coming up on today's episode of Sports Talk from the Crib, we are recapping NFL Week 7. We have a blowout on Sunday, including the Titans just annihilating Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. What is going on in the Chiefs' kingdom? Cincinnati making a big statement against division rival Baltimore. Is it time to consider Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow as one of the top QB wide receiver duos? And overreaction Monday. Catch me if you can. Sports Talk from the Cribs next. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Week seven is now in the books. We have a blowout this, you know, Sunday, and fans are either really excited, really hopeful, or really, really disappointed in them that their team is just not very good. As we're getting closer to the midway point of the season, and as a Miami fan, you know, I'm just forever disappointed because that's just my team. As they lose in another dramatic fashion again yesterday. It is not fun being a Miami fan and being at the stadium. Watching them lose in this epic fashion every single week. And this be disappointed. On the other hand, if you're like a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, Green Bay fan, a Rams fan, Cardinals. Like you, you're feeling damn good about yourself today. Monday, going to work, or whatever. <laughs> but let's get down to it. Let's get into the scores and highlights of Week 7. Let's run them down here real quick. Let's see. Green Bay Packers defeat the Washington football team 24-10. Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers and that bad man he is. He was 27-35, 274 yards and three touchdowns. The Titans dis- dismantle the Kansas City Chiefs by a final 27-3. May not look. Derrick Henry only had 86 yards on the ground, but it was a passing game that did a lot of wonders for the Titans. A.J. Brown finished with eight catches, 133 yards, and a touchdown as the Titans hold Mahomes to only 206 yards passing, zero touchdowns, and a pick. And he left in the fourth quarter with a little bit of injury. He is okay, but the Chiefs are now below 500 and last in their division. Here we go. Falcons beat the Dolphins on a last-second field goal, 30-28. to Matt Ryan, 336 yards, two touchdowns. Kyle Pitts was big on that final drive. He finished with seven catches, 163 yards. Tua on the stat sheet looks okay, 291 yards, four TDs, and two picks. But those two picks were very costly turnovers as the Dolphins have now lost five straight. Pats. Defeat the Jets, just another blowout. 54-13, they dropped 54 points on the sad Jets. Zach Wilson exited the game early. We'll see how he is, but Mac Jones, rookie, 307 yards and two TDs there for the pass and a huge victory. And the Giants took care of business at home, 25-3 over the Panthers. Daniel Jones, 203 yards and a touchdown. Panthers continue to struggle after starting off hot 3-0 there now. Lost four straight. Bengals go into Baltimore, make a big statement win against division rival Joe Burrow. 416 yards passing, three touchdowns. His buddy Jamar Chase, eight catches, 201 yards and a touchdown. And a big 41-17 victory 
over the Ravens. The Raiders continue to win too. They're topping the AFC West. They win 33 to 22 over the Eagles. Derek Carr almost perfect for the game. Three, he finished with 31 of 34, 323 yards and two touchdowns. The Rams defeat the Lions 28-19. Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford battling out over against their former teams. Stafford 334 yards, three touchdowns. His buddy Cooper Cup was 10 catches, 156 yards, two touchdowns. Jared Goff, they were, the Lions were in it again. They're still winless, but they were in it again at the very end. But Jared Goff threw an interception to his former teammate Jalen Ramsey in the end zone. Pretty much sealing the deal for the Rams' victory. Cardinals stay undefeated. They beat the Texans 31-5. Kyler Murray, 261 yards, three touchdowns, including a touchdown pass, a new offensive weapon, Zach Ertz, on National Tight End Appreciation Day. The Bucks continue their run 38-3 over the Bears. Tom Brady, 211 yards, four touchdowns, and he became the first-ever QB to throw for six. 100 passing touchdowns in his career. The GOAT just keeps being the GOAT. Number one team. Don't doubt Tom Brady. Just don't go against him ever. Colts on Sunday night primetime in the rain and the wind and then this nasty weather. Defeat the Niners 30 to 18. Jonathan Taylor on the ground. Or excuse me, 18 carries. 107 yards and a touchdown. Jimmy G threw two costly interceptions in the fourth quarter. And Carson Wentz made a few plays. This is lobbing it up. Cooling Michael Pittman with a big touchdown. Pretty much sealed the deal. It's a coach with a big primetime victory over the Niners. So there you have it for Sunday scores. And I want to try to get some more articles up. I posted a few up last week that you can check out on the website at feeltheheatentertainment.com. It's feeltheheatent.com. I'm going to post up a lot more articles for everybody to look at and whatnot. Um, I'm going to... Get some into especially this next topic about the Chiefs and about um, the Bengals and what in their two uh, duo there with Burrow and Chase. I'm posting a lot more articles going up through the week and discussing the highlighting as we get closer to midway point. Um, a lot more articles will be posted up on the website. Be sure to subscribe to the website so you get them faster and you know when you know when they post up. So let's hop into this topic here. What is going on with the Chiefs? And what about those Titans? They got two impressive victories. You know, Buffalo Bills now over the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. Titans are hitting their stride a little bit. But the Chiefs continue to struggle. They're now 3-4. and four. They're the bottom of their division. Who would have thought that going through seven games in the AFC West? It's the Chiefs that are down there with the Broncos. The bottom of the division. The Raiders still in first place. Chargers were had a bye this week. Um, sitting in second, and a lot of it has to do with Patrick Mahomes' struggle in the offense. He's been intercepted for now a sixth time in six games. He had 11 picks in the previous two years. Nine so far this year through seven games. 17 turnovers as a team already. They would have to... Not committed turnover for the rest of the year to stay below their last year's total. <laughs> That's how bad the Kansas City Chiefs have been playing. Their defense isn't helping them. I think Chris Jones went out with injury and Tyron Matthew, the top defensive players. They may miss time. Who knows? His team is unraveling pretty damn quick. 
I mean, is it like over before, like too soon? They're figuring them out and they're just struggling. Like the, they're without Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the running back. Now Daryl Williams is back there, but they didn't get the chance to really run the ball because they're always trailing so quick. Pat Mahomes is a little bit to do with the turnovers. Like I said, in that first half, he had the pick, he had the fumble. So, Zions were on the short field, and their defense just got shredded. Kansas City Chiefs do not look good at all. And their schedule really doesn't favor them. They got a kind of a tough schedule when you really look at it. I mean, they, they could bounce back next week. They got the Giants at home. But then you got the Packers. You still got, you got the Raiders. You got the Cowboys coming to town after that. Then you finally get on a bye. But when you come back from the bye, you got to run through the division. Broncos, Raiders, at Chargers. Then you got Pittsburgh. Then you got at Cincinnati. Then you got at Denver to finish it off. Like, the schedule actually is it's not too kind. When you look, in, look at it and see how those other teams are doing in the NFL this year, Kansas City's got to turn around real quick. And you think you do it, you say yes because... Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, you look at those weapons on offense, they should be able to turn it around, but if you can't stop anybody, that doesn't matter. Their offensive line, a bunch of new pieces, is basically a whole new starting offensive line um, compared to last year. They're not gelling like the previous unit. You know, they're struggling running the ball. They're struggling holding on to the ball. And their defense just can't stop anybody, no matter what. So, Kansas City Chiefs, I think they are in trouble now. What's going on with them? A little bit of everything, like I mentioned. Passing game, Mahomes turn the ball over. Offensive line not blocking great enough. No run game. Defense can't stop anything. That's not a very good formula to win football games. But anybody can change it back. It's Pat Mahomes and these guys. Great way is next week against the Giants at home. If you lose to the Giants at home, then you know you're, you are in trouble. It is panic meters at an all-time high. The highest you can get if you lose to the Giants at home next week. Get a win. Get some confidence back. Going into a big showdown against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Don't look ahead of that game. You better come correct against the New York Giants or else your season could very well be done. But let's get on the flip side of Tennessee Titans. Two in a row. Coming off that two well, let's say two impressive wins in a row. Buffalo Bills. Now the Chiefs. Derrick Henry's running the ball in this game. They're now 5-2 and two on the season. Next two games are really just going to tell if Tennessee Titans are for real for me. Because Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, if they stay 100% healthy, it's dangerous because Ryan Tannehill just has to manage the game, get the ball and play action to those guys. Because you got the Beast and Derrick Henry in the backfield. Can Tennessee Titans team be effective again in the AFC? Absolutely, especially as the season wears on. Because we all know Derrick Henry gets stronger and stronger and stronger as the season goes on. So I definitely believe the Titans could be a contender in the AFC if 
A.J. Brown and Julio Jones can stay healthy and on the field at all times. If one of them is out, I don't believe it. And the next two games are going to be very telling of them. They go on the road to Indianapolis to face the, the Colts. Big division game. Can they win it? The very next week, they got to go at the Rams. They got to play in L.A. against that tough Rams defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Next two games are really going to decide if Titans are going to be for real this time or not. So, I don't, I'm not a believer in the Titans just yet, but tackling Derrick Henry is still scary and will always be damn scary. <laughs> Hopping into the next segment. Here's talk about those Cincinnati Bengals. Big time, impressive division win against Baltimore in their in Baltimore. Basically snatched the hearts out of those Baltimore fans. 41-17. Joe Burrow had a career high 416 yards passing, three touchdowns. Jamar Chase. Eight catches, 201 and a touchdown, including this 82-yard touchdown where he made two guys miss. The other three guys tried to get He did the spin move, and he was gone. He's like, catch me if you can every time he catches the ball. He's had a big play after big play this season after not-so-great preseason where he dropped more passes than he had opportunities to catch. Like... This is the that's seven, he has 754 receiving yards on the year now. That's most for a player coming in his first seven games in like NFL history since the AFL NFL merger. So most nobody else has ever done it. So this Cincinnati Bengals team is a lot better than we think, and now they sit at the top of the AFC North. Ahead of Baltimore, ahead of Pittsburgh, ahead of Cleveland. All teams that going into the year, they're like, that team probably could win the division. I don't know if anybody really had Cincinnati on the top of winning this division. Cleveland came in like on paper looking like they were going to take it. Same with Baltimore. They do have the same record, but of course now Cincinnati beat them, so they own the tiebreaker. So it's both sitting at five and two. Pittsburgh is sitting at the bottom with theirs. They had a buy. So Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, balling out here, and the most most impressive about this victory, we I thought Baltimore was taking a turn. They came out had a huge victory against Indy, and then they um, come out here though against the Chargers. And just to, you know, stop Justin Herbert. You think, oh, the defense came alive. They're back. They're and then this game, they let a big play after big play after big play, and they couldn't stop him at all. Joe Burrow had a field day. You know, like they were running wild out there in the passing game. There, everybody was open. It seemed like, and they held Lamar Jackson to two hundred fifty-seven yards passing, eighty-eight on the ground. But, you know, a lot of it, stats are a little bit, you know, misleading there a little bit. But, like, that defense is pretty impressive. They held Lamar Jackson and checked the whole game. The whole entire game. 
And now they snapped their five-game losing streak to the Ravens. Usually it's the Ravens blowing the Bengals out. You would think the Ravens would win this game 41-17 to because they've owned the Bengals the last couple years. And in general, like a decade, like over. And now the tie seems to be turning a little bit. Which means my next, my next question. Is Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase showing the world to look out for this QB wide receiver combination and pushing to say, hey, we're going to be one of the tops in this league. We're going to be one of those top five QB wide receiver duos in this league, putting you on notice right now. And I say, yeah. This is exciting to watch, man. What are the odds? First off, the draft, you have the little trades happening. Miami hops out. San Francisco hops in. You have the Lions sitting there on top of the draft. You have like these moves going out, Eagles, and and all of a sudden, comes the Bengals pick. Everybody's like, pick the offensive lineman, Panay Sue. Pick him to help Joe Burrow out, right? Everybody was thinking Jamar Chase fell to them. They put up gaudy numbers at LSU. Why can't they put up gaudy numbers in the NFL? And look what is happening. It's working. It's working. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to see this Cincinnati Bengals team. I like Joe Burrow. You think he's going to be good, man. He's going to be great in this league. He's showing it. He does have seven picks on the year, but like, He's showing that potential. He can make every throw. He's not scared of nothing. Stands in there. This Bengal team can be a contender now. I mean, the schedule gets a little bit rough. Like after this, like they'd have to play the entire AFC West coming up in their second half of the scheduling. Of course, you know division is always tough, so the schedule does get a little tougher. As the season goes on. So it's good that they're winning right now. Because that, that second half is a little bit brutal. Like I said. The entire AFC West you have to play. So you're going to have to play the Chargers. Chiefs. Raiders. Broncos. You want to play them. And go into some of their houses and play them. So it would be a good thing they're winning now. But I like this team. I like the way they're playing. Their defense is underrated a little bit. Um, they were... Vi- they had the chance of beating Green Bay. The kicker wasn't celebrating and missed a few goals to the left. Like, what did he miss three times to the left? That didn't happen. Bengals, oh man. They'd be sitting at six and one. And they they were in that, they've been in every game. Could possibly be undefeated so far. Like, this is how impressive they've been. And check this out. Look what a lot of it has to do with their draft picks. Check this out. Of course. And I'm talking about offensively here. I'm going to run down the offensive side. Joe Burrow, of course, last year, 2020 quarterback. First overall pick. Joe Mixon, 2017 running back. They picked a wide receiver, Jamar Chase, this past year, 2021 draft. The 2020 draft, they added wide receiver T. Higgins. 2016 draft, Tyler Boyd. 2015, tight end CJ Uzoma. I'll try to get that right. He had two touchdowns on National Tight End Day. He came balling out. He's mainly used for blocking, but he put him out there. Had two 
big touchdowns during the game, was a huge part in their victory. But those are all draftees by the Bengals on offense, and they've all played a big damn piece in this upbringing, in this great football. So that's a little bit of underrated team here. Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Uzoma. Offensively, you may look at all those names and be like, mm, I don't know, not really like that yet. But they're so underrated. They perform every week. And it's time to give the Bengals some props. Can they win the AFC North? I think it's a damn possibility now they, they could. But see if they can keep it up. And I really do think this is just their first year together, bro and Chase. But damn right. You better watch out, NFL. This QB wide receiver duo is going to be special. It's going to be fun to watch. Bengals fans, be excited because you got two of the youngest in the game out here balling for your city. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Overreaction Monday segment. Got five questions here in Overreaction Monday because we know we love to overreact on Mondays. What happened? After this week seven NFL weekend. So let's hop into the first question. The Lions, well, they're still winless. 0-7, including this another heartbreaker. They fight. Dan Campbell, the head coach, has some fighting. But overreaction Monday, the Lions can fight all they want, but they will go winless again for the second time in their franchise history. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm saying that's not an overreaction. I just don't know. This poor Lions team is just cursed. I feel bad for them. But they are competing. Like they're losing. Like this past game against the Rams. They had a scored. First possession. Then they come back and they onside kick it. Then they fake, fake punt it. They fake punt it again. Like they were trying to pull out all the stops in the world. To get ahead of the Rams. But guess what happened? It was like field goal, field goal, field goal. The Rams offense is, is, they got Matthew Stafford. They stole your quarterback from you. And he had the last laugh because guess what? Jared Goff threw the interception in the end zone at the end of the game. And that's what set up the Rams victory. So Lions fans, you got Jared Goff. He started off 0-7 before, I believe, too, when he was with when he was the first his rookie year in the Rams when Jeff Fisher was his head coach. So he's usually losing. I feel bad for the guy. Now he's joined the cursed franchise. Poor Jared Goff. His career is going to look horrible in the record books. But it's not an overreaction. Lions are probably gonna go winless. I don't want them to again, but they think they're cursed. All right. On the question number two, Kansas City Chiefs will continue to fall and miss the playoffs. Overreaction or not an overreaction? Oh, man, this one's a tough one. I'm really thinking this has got to be an overreaction. I can't see it. Will they keep diving. I mean, will they keep making these mistakes? But their defense is just so bad, you kind of want to lean towards the other way. 
but I just can't definitively say it yet. It if they lose next week to the Giants, then I'm definitely saying yes, they're gonna miss the playoffs. But they got an easy team coming in next week. And then they got the showdown versus Green Bay. They can get back in it. Still a long season. I'm gonna say it's an overreaction for right now. Okay, on to the next one. The Buccaneers are the most dominant team in the NFL. Is that an overreaction or not overreaction? This was kind of easy. That is not an overreaction. Go ahead and go against TB12. Go ahead and go against the GOAT. I'm not. People are still leaving him out. His, out the Buccaneers out of their power rankings. I don't care how, how many injuries they get in the secondary. You got TB12 on your team. I'm not betting against you. Super Bowl champions last year. It's going to be another big time thing again this year. Like I, I have the Rams going to NFC. I have them facing Tampa in NFC Championship game, but they are the most dominant team in the NFL right now. Great against the run. Tom Brady got all his weapons. Even when one of them is missing, it's still unstoppable. That is not an overreaction. Okay, on question four. The Bengals are the team to beat in their division. Now at five and two, they will win the division. Is that overreaction or not overreaction? And right now, I love the way they're playing. Second half of the schedule looks a little rough. Can they keep it up? Are they the team to beat? Uh, they're the only team so far, I believe, in this division. It's not really dealing with like injuries to their key players. So right now, you know what I'm gonna say to this? I'm gonna say that's not an overreaction. Because that very well possibly may happen. The Ravens just keep getting hit with injury after injury. They for some reason don't want to run the ball right now. Except unless it's Lamar Jackson, I get they lost a lot of running backs, but I don't understand that game planning. You still got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, I don't know. The Baker Mayfield situation, I don't know if Cleveland's up to it this year. But right now, you know what? Look out, world. Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. These guys are balling. I'm going to say that's not an overreaction right now. Okay, now the final question for an overreaction Monday the Raiders will have more wins than the Kansas City Chiefs. And <laughs> are we really saying this right now? This is a big time, this be a big time bold prediction here. You don't want to say this because the Raiders are the Raiders. You, you would kind of expect a fall from the Raiders because you expect them to kind of lose to somebody like that This isn't supposed to beat him. Can Derek Carr is playing almost perfect football right now too. Will the Raiders have more wins than the Chiefs? You know what? At first I was like, that's a overreaction. No way. Now I'm really thinking that's not an overreaction. Even though I think the Chiefs can get back on the win column this next week. Right now, the Raiders, the way they're playing... Why not? Chiefs, if they can't fix that defense, this 
Stop somebody at least a couple possessions. You know? But right now, you know what? I'm going to say it. That's not an overreaction. That very well may possibly happen. And it can happen. And if it does happen, what a disappointment for Kansas City. Especially if they miss the playoffs. That was the other one. Like, Raiders are going to have more wins than the Chiefs. That's not an overreaction. And I may regret that later, but I don't care. I really believe that is a very, very possibility. And that'll wrap up the show. And thank you all for joining me here in Sports Talk from the crew with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, we're available on every single streaming platform on Monday and Wednesdays. So be sure to check us out. And the official website at FeelyHeatEntertainment.com. It's FeelyHeatENT.com for the latest updates on the show. So subscribe to the website. You can stream the podcast on there as well. And check out the articles. We got a good little merch store going on. We're going to try and get some new merch up here for the holidays for you guys to you know purchase and support the show so be on the lookout for that and follow us on social media feel the heat entertainment on twitter facebook instagram and youtube thank you again for joining me catch you all on wednesday peace out